What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of The Starting Grid, the official podcast of the RCGP World Series. I'm your host, Keenan White, a.k.a. Lefty the Great. Joining me this weekend, I mean, sorry, this episode is Joseph Quagrant, and we have a new guest this, this episode. He's one of the RCGP reporters. I don't know if you guys have noticed, there's been some pretty good articles written up lately. Mr. Felix Bo Rigby. What's up, Felix? How are you? What's up, Joseph? Hello. How you doing, Felix? Hello. I'm good, thank you. Um, a little tired, but... Oh, yeah. Well, you, you, well, it's kind of waiting on you to do this podcast. You said you could do it at this time. I know you're preparing for a oh, British... No, 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 I'm fine and ready. <laughs> I know you're preparing for a Nationals. Joseph, you're in Italy. You're in Asti now, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's all good. If you guys don't know who Felix is, check him out. He's been writing up articles recently. He just recently wrote one about Max Bort. Last week, he did one about Leo Valente, and he will be doing the uh, the articles for uh, the Ferrahing race. It's very well written. Um, check it out. It's on the RCGP page as well as our Facebook page. So this is episode 10. We have the Asti race coming up this weekend. Uh, the USA round was announced last weekend. Uh, an awesome video was dropped yesterday. So let's just start with the, the announcement of the USA round uh, while we're here, Joseph. Hit, knock it out of the park uh, quickly because we did talk about it on the No Name RC podcast. So uh, October, Thunder Alley, USA round. It's going to be awesome. Yeah it's, fine. yeah, it's finally nice to announce the location and the date. And Thunder Alley is an iconic track. Everyone loves it. I haven't really heard any negative comments about Thunder Alley ever, so... Mm -mm. And it's it's really a kind of the obvious place to go that time of year. The weather should be good in California. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, there'll be a good turnout for RC two. So RC two, anyone can race as long as they're not professional, and they haven't made the main at the Royal Nationals or the Worlds no, or that. the Euros in the last five years. Awesome. So it's looking good. People already signed up, kind of signed up for Asti, but trying to sign up for the mm -hmm. US race. So. It looks like there's some interest. Uh, entries are opening later this week, and then, yeah, we go from there. Yeah, I've been getting messages myself. Uh, I know people might, will be traveling from the East Coast. Uh, I don't, I've even had uh, Sebastian was messaging me from Colombia. He's interested again. Even Salty Joe is talking about going. So uh, I think it's good. Thunder Alley is a great race. It's one of those, it's, like you said, it's an iconic track. Uh, it has elevation that most other tracks don't don't have. It's been around forever. It hasn't had a really big event. I mean, it gets JBRL events, which is big, but when I mean big, like international people coming to race and whatnot. So it should be interesting. I'm super excited about it. Uh, like I said, the RC2 class will be, I think it's going to be packed and it's going to be stacked because there's a lot of fast people from California and there will be a lot of fast people coming to race. I think it's going to, it's also a new concept to a lot of Americans Control tire, nitro buggy only, no separate classes for 40 plus or junior. Uh, it should be good. I think it's going to be great. And I think the RCGB class is going to be great. I'm pretty sure that Beach RC is going to go all American with their team. Um, and then hopefully Cavalry races so and Coach hopefully will be there. So then you have four Americans racing on the, uh, on the, American, uh, on the American rounds. So yeah, good stuff. And uh, we don't know what the what the uh, control tire will be yet 
And I have had people ask that myself. And I've had people ask if we're going to run it wet or dry. So maybe you can uh, answer that, Joseph. Uh, the control tire isn't decided, but the track's going to be run wet. So. Okay. All right. It's going to be good. Well, like I said, sign-ups open this week. If you want to race, I would suggest you sign up. There's only limited 120 entries. And, uh, hey, you know, if you want to be a part of history, you want to do something different, uh, you don't have to bring tires. Okay, you might have to bring tires for Thursday practice, but you don't need to, you don't need to bring tires for the rest of the race. Let's do it. Everybody's going to be an equal rubber, and uh, it should be fun. should be fun. Okay, so, Felix. Yes. You, we dropped that uh, awesome video yesterday. What did you think of it? I thought it was great. I thought it was amazing. Yes. Um, I think... Obviously, the promotional side of RCGP is one of its key strengths. It's an area RC needs to grow in. It's what RCGP is doing. It's doing it well. So, yeah, I, I think this is the start of something big. And obviously, I'm very happy to be part of it. Of course. Um, I wasn't even aware that that video was dropping, Joseph. You kept that one close to your chest. I think Matt uh, did a really good job putting it together. I love the song. I love the action. It catches a lot of the things that... It's only been two two events. I mean, four races. So it's not that much that can be talked about. But he, it was a lot of action in three minutes. It's gone RC viral so far. I think it's piqued the interest of a lot of people. It's, it's amazing that some of the questions that I'm answering about RCGP, a lot of people still don't understand the full concept of it. So I've been kind of busy over the last few days answering those questions. I think it was a great video. When did you guys decide to do that, Joseph? Uh, it's a while ago already, but he's been busy with all the Euros and other stuff, so now he was finally able to put it together. Yeah, great job. Great job. Um, I caught a lot of emotion. I like the... I like the part in the, of the video where you're slamming your hands and you're, you're pissed off. I think that must have been when you got taken out in the last time in, in Fairing when you and uh, Kanas were battling. And, uh, I didn't see yeah, that. that on, was it. I didn't see that on the, on the live stream, so that was good to see. I, don't, I rarely see you show emotion like that on the driver's stand, too. So <clears> I knew you was yeah, upset. Yeah, well, I think it was kind of because I knew it was coming, and then I was like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe like it's the last lap, and then he jumped, cut the corner, and hit me head on. What did you think of the... <laughs> he did. Come on. <laughs> so, now, let's turn our focus on Asti this weekend. Uh, really excited about this. Uh, Diego sent me a few pictures of the track. It looks beautiful. Probably the best track that I've seen so far. Each track has had its, uh, its good points and bad points, but... I think this is probably one of the better all out. It looks pretty big as well. It, it's, it's got a lot of different jumps. It's big. You tell us about it, Joseph. You know more about it than us. Well, the first track is, uh, was the smallest and the tightest and the most sort of super cross, mm -hmm. most extreme, big jumps, just corners, jumps, off camber, you know, a technical track. And then the second track, so you could say that the first track was super cross. Mm hmm and then the second track was really big, super fast, almost old-school European in a way. So that's motocross. And then this track is kind of in between. So it's both in size and layout. So it has, it has jumps. It has a bridge over-under thing. And uh, it's, it's more sort of a 
a mix between the two, I mm-hmm. would say. So it's going to be interesting. And the surface, I think it will stay really smooth and the track is fast. So I think it will produce some really good racing. Have you looked at any pictures of the track, Felix? I haven't. Um, I can't wait to, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be interesting, like Joseph said, to see what style of racing it produces especially after fairing which was obviously much different to the Mm -hmm. opening rounds uh obviously very high speed we saw a lot of action uh it was quite tense at times so it'll be interesting to see what comes of this weekend the kind of racing the style of racing it produces and uh whether that will lead to any shake-ups in the order yeah it should be it should be very <clears throat> very interesting it's it's set i mean it's beautiful it's, it's picturesque it's it's i believe asti's a wine country so you kind of see like the rolling hills of italy um diego's an ex-football player he's an rc guy so he's into it as well uh, he's putting a lot of time and effort into the track i saw uh, i saw some pictures you sent me today joseph he's working he's doing some welding and stuff so i think they're taking it really serious Turnout RC two wise isn't as good as you want it, but I get that. That's all right. That you know we're still gonna race, but you know I think it's gonna make for great racing. Well, do they treat the surface or is it just water and, and packing it, Joseph? No, it's just water and packing. Okay. The dirt here in in this part of Italy is really good. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, it looks Track great. Should be good. It's like I said, it's a mix of European and American. It's big and. Um, <clears throat> I can't wait for this for this Saturday, to be honest. So should be great. So uh, in the meantime, between fairing and this race, we've had two European championships. We've had a nationals, obviously in America, but we had the European championships three weeks ago and we had the 10 scale European championships last week. Why I'm talking about this, because it's very imperative to what we're going to talk about now. So David Ronafalk just missed out winning his fourth European championship. Like, literally, by, I don't even know how, like, the, the amount of time that he lost it to, to Ricardo Berton. One of the closest races I've ever seen in RC. Probably one of the best RC races I've ever seen. 45 minutes of, of great racing. We had weather, like, you know, just what, like, stuff you don't see in RC, norm, like, normally. Like, rain, um, uh, you know, it went from dry to wet to some, somewhat dry to dry again. Just exciting from start to finish. Ongaro was the favorite. Um, he flamed out and didn't even, you know, he was the fastest all weekend and didn't, didn't fit. Like, I think he DNF. I can't remember. But, you know, I guess it's a victory for Ronafalk. You know, he beat Ongaro. He almost became four-time champion, but he didn't. But he's going to, he's still looking for that eight-scale win. Then we had the 10-scale Euros last week where, like, the eight-scale guys dominated. Like, Ongaro became two-wheel drive European champion and... Rana Falk is the four-wheel drive European champion, and they get to meet up again this weekend. So I definitely think these two do not want to lose to each other. They don't want to lose. They both want to win, and they definitely, I think, is, I think the gloves are coming off this weekend. I definitely think that's going to happen. How about you guys? Well, I think this weekend is going to be key for Rana Falk. As you said, the 10-scale Euros won a piece uh, they've both got something recently. I think uh, Fairing, obviously, it was somewhat disappointing for Ronna Falk after him vying with Ongaro in Manila. 
you know, they're the two big hitters of this season. So for him to struggle slightly in fairing, I think last week will be a big confidence boost, and so will the Excalioros, as you said, beating Angara, even if he didn't get the win overall. It's a personal victory, and it'll be interesting to see if he can carry that momentum in, and as the championship reaches its midway point, whether he can turn it around to favor himself again. And you, Joseph? Yeah, I think uh, something we need to keep in mind is that Ongara could actually clinch the championship already here in Italy. So the most points you can make on a weekend is 60 points, I believe. So if you TQ all the qualifying races, I mean, you win all the qualifying races and you TQ overall, you get five five points. And then if you win the race, you get 25 points. So that's 30 points. And if you do that on both days, you get 60 points. So that means that if Ongaro has a lead of at least 60 points after this weekend, he has won the championship. So mm-hmm. even if he scores zero points in America and Ron Falk wins every time he hits the track, then they'll tie in points and Ongaro gets it on the tiebreaker because he has more, more wins. Hmm. So that's actually something to already look at because Ongaro has been dominant winning all the races and also TQing and winning qualifying races. And if Ronefar can't beat him, start beating him in the qualifying races, and if he doesn't at least win one of the races, I think Ongaro might clinch the championship already now. Yes, and as I said, I I know I said it's pivotal, but it really is, because if you look at the points, it's not just a small gap he's got to overhaul. It's huge. It's it's 50 points. So if you look a little further down, Canas is only five points behind him. You know, that's through consistency. So fairing was a struggle but it was a big struggle and Ongaro again capitalized and did everything he needed to do so in terms of it being pivotal it really is and as you said Ongaro does have a chance of clinching it the other interesting thing is the team championship so even if HB admit defeat like oh well Ongaro has this David can't catch him they are still close enough in the team championship to to win that. So I mean, they're about, about what? Th- they're thirty three points behind right now. So if if both of their drivers can score well in Italy and in America, they could still win the team championship. And I think that means something also. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's it's two drivers, and and uh, I mean because of. Ongaro's phenomenal performance, Comsport MX Scuderia Scampiroso is leading. But the second driver, Hofer, hasn't scored a lot of points. So it's they're really relying on Ongaro to get the points. So just Ongaro having one bad race, they'll really suffer in the team points. And if HB can have consistent performances, they might be able to win that championship. Can I just say again, as in the... Uh driver's standings we focus on the battle between Angara and Ronafolk but if you look again just below uh, HB in the team standings 
Beach RC aren't too far behind. S-Works are very close. So there is a big fight there. And they've all been close. It's about consistency and scraping every point you can. So, again, that'll be an interesting fight. Yes. Yeah, so for Beach RC, uh, they, uh, they kind of lost out a bit. So for the Italian race, they have Baruffolo who I'm sure will do well and will score well. And uh, the second driver that was supposed to be on was actually Beton, who won the Euros. But then Kyosho said no. Kyosho told him he's not allowed to race. And had they had Baruffolo and Beton, then, then I think that BHRC would have got really good points from Italy and probably passed HB in the standings. And then for the American round, with, if, if they actually do have the all-American team that they're trying to get, I think they will also get really good points. So if only Beton could have raced, I think BHRC mm -hmm. would have been, been in the battle. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, they, they have uh, Ravaglia now. And, yeah, he, he did the main, make the main at the Euros, but, I mean, Beton won the Euros. So I would argue that he would have got better points than what Ravaglia will get now in this race. And that's really what they need because they are third in the points now. So they mm. they would have really needed all the points they could get. But speaking of the Beach RC team, um, Brent went all Italian with uh, Ravaglia, who I finally said his name properly, and Baruffalo. Mm -hmm. Now, Baruffalo is always my dark horse. If he can keep it together, like we, we, all, we both agree that Baruffalo is one of the most talented drivers in the world. He's super fast. He just is reckless and usually ends up wrecking people. Like, you know. Um, I mean, we could even see that the 10 scale Euros. Yeah. You know, but he's <laughs> he so. He like 10, 1, 7. He's so <laughs> he fast. And he's probably one of the drivers that other drivers don't want to race against because he's just so. He's, he's, made, he's made a name for himself as, as a rough driver. And I don't know if it's on purpose. I just think he doesn't realize that. He needs to slow it down a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? He like, we talk about it. He I think he thinks that this person's going to do exactly what he's planning on doing. So that's why he doesn't take that in, into, uh, into his, when he's doing what he's doing. He's just like, oh, I can do this line. So that person should be able to do it as well. Like, you know, um, he's extremely fast. I'm looking, I'm hoping that Baruffalo does well at this race. I know this is, he's had lots of experience at this track as well. Uh, so hopefully he can do it because I think Baru I think Marco is fast. He just needs to calm well, down. And for me, sorry to interrupt that, but for me, Baruffalo was the star of Austria, and to be able to really take the fight to Angaro, when everyone else seemed slightly inconsistent, maybe, or you know, there are a lot of variables, obviously, and the racing was frantic, but he seemed to thrive on that. And he really was able to take the challenge on his debut weekend. So he gelled with the format really well. So considering his experience at this track, you know, it, I, I, I really do think we should keep our eyes on him. I agree with you. I agree with you. All right. Um, we talked about BTR. Let's do the let's talk about the teams and the drivers that are, are going to be there and tell Max to stop uh, working on shocks while he's doing this, please. Um, because I can hear him in the background. Uh, let's talk about the decision of HB to leave Cole at home and to bring uh, at the new 
uh, Asia sales sales manager Atsushi Hara in for co-opting for this race. Have you heard anything about this, Joseph? Any reasoning behind it? I haven't heard, but if I would guess, then it's because they needed to have him in Europe and have some meetings and whatever, and it just made sense. Mm -hmm. Now, do you expect a better performance from Atsushi this round than in Manila? And, and now he's the first guy to drive for two different teams in this series so far. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what to expect from Hara, to be honest. I don't really know. I guess we'll we'll see when the race starts. I mean, they were he didn't do too well in Manila, but the track was really tough and technical. This is uh, mm -hmm. this is easier. The track is easier. You know, I don't know. We we'll, we have to wait and see. You can never count Hara out, man. Uh, he's a world champion in on road and off road. He's. They, I see that they're testing uh, today. Yeah. So, you know. The HB car is good. I think it might suit him. You know, he won his, his eight scale, his, his off-road world championship with it. So we shall see what happens. Yeah. Any thoughts, Felix? Uh, I agree with Joseph. He's kind of an unknown. Obviously, it's, it's going to be amazing to see him back with the brand he's still associated with by everyone, virtually. Um, so much presence, so much history with him and the brand. So it, it will be interesting. Like you said, it's an unknown. We won't know until he hits the track where he is, how he performs. Um, but again, you, you can't discount him. So it will be interesting again. It's, it's just another element of the story this weekend. Most definitely. All right, let's move on to Team Infinity because... Because Kyle McBride done well in Fairing as well. I believe he uh, got his car cut out or early in the 60-minute main. If I'm correct, I can't remember back that far. But you can't, you can't. Uh, he's the wonder from down under, man. He's fast. Yeah, I don't. I still. I I find it amazing that this kid's as fast as he is, and he doesn't really race against higher caliber opponents on a regular basis. But he's still able to just compete with these guys. Uh, so the team of Infinity, the Infinity team of Lee Martin, Kyle McBride. Obviously, Kyle McBride is probably the faster of them. Lee's a get, you know a little getting a little older now. Doesn't really race as much eight scale. But uh, what's your opinions on on Kyle McBride coming in, Joseph? You go first. Yeah, he's very good. I I think he'll do well again. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the reason he doesn't race more is because he lives in Australia. Yep. So we've kind of covered that. If he wanted to, he probably could, but he would have to move somewhere else, and I think he doesn't want to. But he's really good. He can mix it mix it up with the best, and I expect him to be, you know, in the top five again here in Austin. Yeah, and Lee Martin, you expecting anything out of him? You think Lee can put it together on this track? He didn't go to the I Euros. Think, I, I don't know. I, I think Lee will be kind of where he's been finishing towards the back of the pack. Mm -hmm. I, I think he will be in the same positions at this race too. I think more of his focus is on 10 scale as well. He did not do the 8 scale Euros. He did the 10 scale Euros. He has the Worlds coming up. So Yeah. You know, this is a 10 scale year. He's him. a lot more focused on 10 scale. What about you, Felix? 
Um, after Manila, I think it was obviously it's difficult to judge everyone after just two rounds on one track. But I think there was some real progress for Infinity and Fairing. Obviously, McBride seemed to be comfortable, and he again he was the, he was a star for me alongside Buffalo. He managed to be consistent throughout the weekend. Both cars showed some pace. So, yeah, I I expect them to be in the mix. And I think it is fair to say McBride is the better shot at a good points haul for the team. Mm -hmm. But I do think they will be competitive again. So that battle in the mid-pack is going to be tight. And he's not that far. I mean, he's got 47 points. Juan Carlos yeah. Canas has 53, and Ranafalk has 58. He's he's nine points, I mean, 11 points behind Ranafalk, and he, it's yeah, feasible. Yeah, as I said before, we, we talk about Ongaro and Ranafalk, but Canas is only five points down on Ranafalk, and then McBride's only six points back. Yeah. And there are still a lot of points on the table, and we don't know what's going to happen. Yep. Truly anything could happen. So that battle, there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. And we could see some surprises. We could see the order shift around a lot after this weekend. Yes, most definitely. Well, let's move on to Juan Carlos Canas. S-Works has, the, the, has two teams, obviously, in the, in the series. Their one team, their their second team has swapped, uh, swapped and changed a lot. Newman isn't going to make it this weekend. So they've brought up Leo Valente, but we'll touch on that in a minute. Let's talk about Juan, Juan Carlos Canas. He had a, you know, he, he finished top five at the Euros here recently. A very quiet top five. You know, he wasn't, he didn't make any real noise at the Euros like we expected him to do. But he, he's been pretty consistent. He's sitting in third. Um, he's, he's, Done well in the in the two rounds to be here in third. I, he's definitely the number one S-Works driver going in. And while him and Micha are the only ones that have done both rounds, we just can't not say that Juan Carlos is going to do well. Like, he, he can win this. Like, he can win a race. He can he can beat Ongaro. He can beat these guys. It's not, it's not like he can't do this. But he's just been quiet and consistent about it, you know, and... I don't know. Maybe this will be his breakout race as well. Type of track, bigger, more like they have tracks like this in Spain. You know, maybe it suits his style a little bit more. We shall see. Yeah, I, I, I agree. He, he hasn't grabbed the headlines so far, but as you say, consistency has been key to his season. And if you look at the results, he is always in the mix. Mm -hmm. He may not be topping sessions, but he's certainly almost always there. And consistency is what wins you championships, what gets you points. And I think it's telling of his consistency that he is up in there in third and he is so close to the big hitters in, in Ronafolk at least. And I think there's a lot of knowledge in the S-Works team, especially with Boots being there. Uh, I think as a team, you've got four drivers running the same car there's a lot of shared knowledge i think they gel together well as a team and that force that shared knowledge can really go a long way to 
helping the whole team move forward and you know get some points and like you said he can win this uh even though he hasn't been grabbing the headlines as i said i think he has a real shot of at least a podium your thoughts joseph because this has been your nemesis since manila my nemesis yeah so i think this race will be his best out of the four races i think this one will suit him the best it reminds me the most of the tracks that they have in Spain, so he, I think he will be comfortable. And since he already did so well at the other other races, I think now we'll finally see see those flashes of brilliance. And yeah, I, I think it's going to help him in the championship. And we were talking about Ronefark having to beat Ongaro to stay in it and have a chance of winning. Well, I think he needs to do that just to keep Canas behind him, also. Well, how about you? How do you feel? Are you are you like do you are you got a little grudge going into this against him? Just a little bit? Do you wanna like are you gonna give him a wheel this race, do you think? For what happened in Ferry? Cause you was upset. Easy man. Yeah, I was upset. I think <laughs> I mean at the time I was like, okay, yeah, next time I see him on the track he's gonna be off the track. Now uh, I don't really care anymore. Yeah. But I think when the situation comes, like, if the situation, if the situation presents itself, then yeah. If you're going for I'll that corner, it. you're not going to... for the fans. Yeah, yeah there you do go. Do it take, for the highlight reel, you know? Take one. I mean, you want to go to the next 10 scale Euros and take a big bunch of people and start cheering for races. So, you know, why not? Get banned from your own... Yeah. Get banned from your own race yeah, I mean, let's just... I mean, yeah, it's going to be something to watch for sure. If yeah. Kanas and me are on the same, occupying the same place on the track, second. something's going to happen. I think he just, like, I think he suffers from the same thing as, as Marufalo. He just doesn't realize people aren't going as fast as he is or are going to take the same line. I don't think it's, I don't think it's on purpose. I mean, yes, it looks like that, but he's young. He's, in, he's impetuous. He's trying to, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to win like what everybody else is doing. Not not condoning it, but I'm just, you know, just my opinion. Just my opinion. Okay. An honest, an honest mistake's an honest mistake. Yeah, but he got he got into you in Philippines too. So, I don't know, Joseph. He doesn't like you too much. <laughs> doesn't like you. Yeah, well. Yeah, he can join the band, isn't it? He can join the, the what thousand. Goes around, what goes around comes around. Is, uh, is this the perfect place to uh, talk about the new rules regarding contact for this weekend oh yes um, yeah remember you new rules joseph you i would love to see you get a stop and go that would be so great yeah i haven't got a stop and go yet because yeah. i'm a clean driver right yeah, yeah. clean race yeah, race well. clean <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll talk about the new rules in a bit uh let's let's finish up on s works so we have Mitra going in that's that's uh david uh juan carlos's part um is it no is it no, he's S Works Europe. Sorry. So yeah, Boots. Boots. Now Boots was a little bit upset after the last race. He wasn't this was his first time racing it. Um I don't think he was used to all the heads up qualifying. You know, he, he was not he was not happy with getting hacked and stuff like that. Um I think he'll do better on this it at this race. He also has something to prove after the Euros. You know, he had a lot better you know, the rain kinda messed him up. At the at the at the ten well at the eight scale euros he didn't have the best ten scale euros but he's not really a ten scale driver so yeah I hope he I hope he enjoys this one a little bit more and does better 
Well, nobody can doubt his pace and his potential to get results to win, even. But Fairing was so unique in the way the racing played out. There was so much contact. It was so frenetic. It really changed things up a bit. And people who had potential maybe didn't show it or maybe didn't get the results they could have got. So... Yeah, maybe we'll see something more representative this weekend. You can never doubt you can never doubt Boots, man, at all. He's one of the fastest guys in eight scale in the world, um, and he has a point to prove now too. That's the good mm. thing about it. Like after the Euros, all these guys just they want to show like, hey, I can do better than my result at this Euros. So it's I, I he will be in the top five battling. No, and I, I like again, I will not be surprised if he takes a podium, uh, even a top step at some point. Uh, this weekend in any of the races okay let's move on to the s-works europe team which has flip-flopped around obviously Mitra is involved the young german uh young german he's he went to manila he's gone to fairing he's now going to italy he's the young i think he's probably the youngest guy in the maybe not now with leo valente but this is a very young team going into to this race because uh, like the dream, like the dream that they say, RC2 leads to RCGP. Leo Valente has been moved up after a great performance in fairing to be a part of the RCGP factory S-Works team for Europe. So it'll be him and Micho Wittemeyer. The two, I, that, that is the youngest team in, uh, in the whole series. Go ahead, Felix, you take this one. Because you wrote very well, good about Leo the other day. Yeah, well, I, I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago about this. And... I think what was evident was he wasn't feeling any pressure. He's there to enjoy himself. And I think he's confident in uh, at least showing some pace. You know, you never know how the weekend's going to turn out. But with that, again, I talk about the shared knowledge of S-Works. He feels comfortable working with not just his direct teammate, but everyone within the S-Works team, Boots and Canas included. So he has a lot of knowledge to rely on, to turn to. And, yeah, he could spring a surprise. You never know. Joseph? Yeah, I mean, Leo is probably fast at this track. He kind of lives in this sort of area. And it'll be interesting to see in fairing. He, he was also fast and he matched the lap times of the RCGP drivers. So, yeah, I'm curious to see how well he does now with a heads-up racing format. and His speed per, on, on a lap lap time basis is good, but let's see how well he races. Well, he just missed out on making the final at, uh, at the Euros as well. He made it to the semis. Uh, I think he ended up in the LCQ. Yeah, but the pressure's on. The pressure's on. But this is the dream, man. The, RC, the kid who did the one RC2 race, done well, gets called up to the big leagues. That's I think that's a story, a beautiful story in its own, in its own. That's like, hey, yeah, uh, like in baseball, hey, we, you know, just getting called up from the minor leagues to come pitch your first big game, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna pitch it in front of thousands of people. Well, her, he gets his chance, like, and uh, RC two leads to RCGP. I don't care what anybody says. At least we have a definitive line now. We didn't have that before, so should be good to. I think it's a great story, and I think it's I think he's gonna surprise people. I don't think he's gonna do. I think he's gonna do. I think he's gonna do better than his his teammate, which is Micha Widmeyer, who hasn't really lived up. 
I, I can't say lived up because he's not really done much international racing. But you know, this is this is a whole different class of racing, and he's faring good. He's doing okay, but you know, not as good as I thought he would do. What's your opinion on Micha, Joseph? Yeah, I mean, this year is a learning year for him. Mm-hmm. Getting a lot of valuable experience racing about against the best drivers in the world. In Manila for for Sunday, he had a really good main event. We had he had a good start for the sixty minute main, and he was up there in third place for a long time. So I think he really appreciates this year and all all the experience he's gaining. Mm-hmm. Well, Recently, he's kind of been in a bit of a slump. He didn't have a good Euros. He didn't have a good ten scale Euros either. So let's see if he bounces back now. Yes, of course. And I guess we can throw Patrick Hoffer in the same league as that. He's kind of just getting experience um, with some of the faster guys in the in the world. He doesn't get to race against much in Switzerland. He's from Switzerland, correct? So it's all about getting experience. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, I think the battle is going to come down to those two in the end. I, I, I'm sorry, but I think they're going to take the tail end of the of the race. But, you know, anything can happen. There's a lot of races to go. We've got three to go and qualifying and whatnot, so it should be great. I think it's going to be good. I would. It'll be interesting to see what uh, S-Works team looks like for America in, in October. It'll be interesting to see if they do put Cav on there. They should. Cav should be there. So we will see. Do you think your Newman will race again in the, in the RCGP this year, Joseph? I don't think he'll go to America. They have... Cavalieri in America and... Uh, Micha. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so either. Do you think Leo will beat Micha? I would think so, yeah. Yeah, he's Leo's on good form right now. Okay, let's talk about the last team. Uh, because I always leave JQ Racing to last. You, Joseph, you're sitting in seventh with 30 points. I'm actually, actually surprised at that. You're doing a lot better than I thought you would be doing. Yeah, I just, I mean, come on. Ogden and Robert aren't racing, so I need to get by them. Yeah, yeah, you do. But then you have to deal with Barufalo. Uh, <laughs> Leo. Yeah, but Barufalo won't race the last race. No, but I mean at this race. You need to get some points this race. Yeah. What, are your, what are your thoughts on, what are you expecting out of yourself this race? Is this track, so, does this track suit you more? This, this track seems like a track where I can get seven. Okay. You're just not going any higher or lower than seventh, eh? Yeah. Like, that's been your call for the last two, three podcasts we've done. Yeah. Seventh. I, think, I, I honestly think that I can do better in, uh, in America. Well, you have a lot more time at Thunder Alley, too. You, you spent yeah. a lot of time practicing at that track uh, when you was living there. I'm, I'm sure you're going to spend a lot of time there after this race as well. Okay, I can give you seventh, but I still think... Go ahead, Felix. Sorry, I, I, you was going to say something. No, I just said it's good to aim high. Good to aim high. He should be aiming for, <laughs> for number one, but we know that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> Max. Max, man, Max has been disappointing. I'm not going to lie to you. He's had bad luck. Uh, he's, he's just, you know, had tires come unglued. He's broken. He's shown glimmers of brilliance, you know, but... I mean, even at the Euros, we was talking about it before we came on air. He was in a bump spot to the semi, and he made a mistake coming into pit lane alone. Because I'm not going to let him live that down for a little while. I think if Max just eliminates these mistakes and, and has his prep work done properly, 
he will beat you. That's not a problem. He has this pace to beat you. But, you know, I think your experience is, is shining through. I, I do want Max to do well at this race. I do want him to beat you. I want him to come seventh or above. What about you, Joe? So what do you think Max is going to do this race? You, what do you think your Padawan's going to do? I think he'll probably blow out and I'll beat him. <laughs> well, there we go for confidence. You're supposed to be giving him, you're supposed to be boosting him, but no, you're just pulling him down. That's your trick. But uh, no. <laughs> That's your Hopefully trick. he does really well. I mean, his speed is a lot better than mine, but he just well, can't keep it together in the, when well, you, it matters. You guys have been practicing a lot over the last few weeks. You know, you did the Euros and you've been at track. How, many how much time have you guys spent at the track in the last, since the Euros? Uh, Ten days, I think. Yeah. Something like that. But, well, this week we haven't because this week we're just preparing for the race, you know, getting the facility ready. But, yeah, the, since the Euros, most of the other days we've been at the track. So we should be ready for the race. All right. How about you, Felix? What do you, what do you expect out of Max this, this weekend? Well, I, again, perfect time to drop this in. But uh, you can see his thoughts on the season so far mm -hmm. and how he's feeling about Asti this weekend on the RCGP site now, as well as the Facebook page. Um, yeah, I, th I think most of it's already been covered. Uh, it's been a season so far littered with small errors. Like he said himself, it, it's small things, but when those build up, when you add those together, it makes a big dent. Um, but yeah, the, the potential's there. The speed is there. It has been so far several times there's there's good flashes of pace so yeah like like i've said so far the midfield battle is very tight and it doesn't take a lot for someone to drop right down or vault themselves up towards the front yeah he better do it man i'm tired of him letting me down and not beating you joseph he did beat you at the euros though but um, yeah, I know Max has the talent. There's a lot of pressure on him, I would say. He's probably one of the more popular young guys. You know, he's well-known in, in America, especially after his DNC win. I know he has the, the, the talent to do it. He's just got to put it all together and, and do well. So hopefully he does good at this race. I'm, I'm There's no pressure on him. There's no pressure on him. I told him that basically he's paying for his, his uh, JQ ride by hanging banners and, and uh, painting pipes. So when he gets tired of that, then there's pressure on him. Well, I but mean, for now, you know, well, just, people, he just needs to make sure he hangs all the banners and and paints pipes. He has a a big following, Joseph. He does have a big following. Um, you know, all the JQ guys look up to him. He's one of he's out of the the younger guys that are in this race, in this series. He's more well known than pretty much all of them. You know, so. Yeah, he has to. I think he has to perform this race. Definitely has to perform. He has to do better than what he's been doing, and I expect it. And I expect him to beat you this time. And I have said it here. I've said it many times. But Max will beat you this race for sure. He will beat you most definitely. All right. Before we go on to some of the rule changes, let me get your top. Give me your top five, Joseph. Who do you think is going to be in the top five at the end of the weekend? Oh. Uh, five is too many. Let's do. Let's just do podium. Okay. Can we just do podium? Okay, for Saturday, who will be your podium? Saturday will be... Barofalo will win. 
somehow, magically, he will win. Uh, I think Ongaro will be second. And... Hmm. It's between Kanas and Ronnefalk. Okay. Trying to figure this out. Well, actually, Boots is... Boots is there too. It's, it's gonna be. I'm just gonna have to say it on the Fox third. Okay. So, but Saturday, Saturday racing two 15 minute mains, but Ufalo and Garo on the Fox. And Sunday. Well, how about you go Saturday, and I'll think about Sunday. Well, you go ahead, Felix. I have my. I have to think about my picks as well. Uh, I think Burflo is gonna be strong as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I would have to agree there. Uh, behind it's so tight it's hard to pick three even but i'm gonna say boots for second and ongaro third you know we we call barufula the fend of of europe so this is short races so i think he'll i, I honestly think he'll he'll win um i think ranafout will come second and to be honest i think um i think I think Boots will come third. I think Boots is, or yeah, I could go with that. And you know what, Joseph? Did you just put Ongaro off the podium? I did. Did I? I did. <laughs> I think. I think. You're high. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not. Really, I'm not. Uh, I just, I just think. Yes, he done well in two wheel drive. He didn't do well in four wheel drive, which he should have done better in four wheel drive. I think. I don't. I don't. I. I just think Euros, man, I think, you know, maybe his, his luck's going to run out for him. I don't know if he's going to make the podium. Too many hungry guys out there, man. You got to stay hungry, you know? Well, I mean, he, he has a huge lead that he really only needs to protect by scoring steady points. You know, he, obviously he can just go for the win, but uh, all he needs to do is keep racking up the points. So whether it be through errors from just going all out or just staying consistent and getting the points he needs to get. Um, yeah, we could see a different winner this weekend. Yeah. I, I'm not, I won't be surprised. And you know what, Joseph? I honestly think you would do well in the, the short sprints as well. You almost got a third in fairing. Like, that would have been epic. But, you know, you blew it. So... Uh, I didn't, but I know. but hey, you, your car was good. You drove well. You drove very defensive. Um, you did hold the, hold those guys up, but you did what you needed to do in order to to maintain that position. So I and then like it's so difficult. The, the amount of talent involved in it, you got to talk about Kyle McBride, Boots, Angaro. It's it's gonna be these. I think the fifteen minute sprints are just they're epic. I love them. All right. How about Sunday? Sixty-minute race, sixty-lap race. Well, no, it's not a sixty-lap. How many laps will it be at this track? Do you think? I don't know. We don't know the lap times yet. Great. So anyway, Sunday, I think it's going to be Ongaro for the win, Ronnefalk for second, and Boots for third. You, Felix? I'm going to say Ronnefalk on Sunday, then Ongaro, and maybe Canas for third. I am going to say Ranafalk as well. Why? Because he's good at these long races. He proved that uh, this past Euros. He wants, he, boot, I'm sorry. Ranafalk kind of needs a big win. Like in eight scale. I think he's pumped. 
he's coming into this race. It's like, yeah, I can beat Ongaro. I can beat all these guys. That's not a problem. I messed up at the Euros. I'm going to win. Second, um, Boots. I'm going to give it to Boots. He's, he's, he wants to do well as, as well. And you know what? I don't think Ongaro is going to make the podium this weekend. At all. Listen, why are you shitting on Ongaro? <laughs> I'm not. What did he do to you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I just want. I just want. I want the racing to be exciting. I want to see different people do well. Um, but I think, I honestly think, that McBride can do it. McBride can do it. Would do well. I would say Barufalo, but this race is too long. He would just break or something like that, you know. But I definitely think McBride. After what happened in uh, in fairing, which he was good at, I think he can do this as well. He's, you know, he had an early breakdown, but yeah. But don't get me wrong; I will not be surprised if Ongaro wins. But I want I want Ronnefalk to win. I I okay. definitely just go through your podium again: Ronnefalk, Boots, and McBride. Boots, McBride. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know I like picking yeah. off the walls. Can stuff. now before you post or when you post this, just write down our picks, okay? So we don't have to go back and listen to everything. Just write them down, because I want to laugh at your hilarious <laughs> picks. Hey, they're completely hey, wrong. Okay. Hey, hey. Can we please do that? So hey. Just please write down everyone's <laughs> picks, and then in the review we can go through it and see who was the closest. I picked, which is obviously not going to be you, but. <laughs> Still. I picked Boots to win Silver State, and what did he do? He ran and won it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I... You also said that Ongaro <laughs> wasn't going to make either podium at Asti. Yeah, but yeah. that hasn't happened. You yet. also said that. It hasn't happened. Yeah. Yet. And, yep, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. You you can never count on Ongaro. I just want it to be exciting, and I don't want him to do. Not that I don't want him to do well. I like him and all that stuff. I just want. The series to go down to USA. I wanted to, you know, I want, I want to see, I want to see, for me right now, David Ronnefalk should win Saturday and Sunday, and that will make everything well, and Ongaro breaks both days. No offense to Ongaro. I like yeah, him. of course. I mean, that, that would be good, because then the championship would go to yeah. the last races. But, I mean, let's be realistic. Ongaro has got a fire now. He didn't do well at the Euros. He's going to want to prove a point. And for him, he's just got like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. That's just like, you know, yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, we still haven't really had that kind of race where there's some sort of drama, you know? Yeah. Like every everything's kind of gone to plan in in Manila and in Fairing. Like there hasn't been this sort of drama. Like oh, servo breaks, engine flame out. This and we haven't had that. I feel in the series yet. Yeah. No. Like sure the people we expect to do well, they do well. I'm waiting for the big argument on the driver's stand. That's all I'm waiting for. It's going to come. I think it's going to involve you. But um, <laughs> Why? Why me? Because it always involves you at some, po- at some point, somewhere, somewhere along the line. But I'm waiting for that. Like I'm waiting for the passion to come out like, and see these guys upset. Like somebody's going to hack somebody. Well, you got hacked. But I mean, like, you know, I just see it. It's coming. And I can't wait because I love that stuff. That's what makes racing exciting. You know? So, How about you, Felix? What's your final thoughts on this weekend? I mean, we're going to go over a few more things, but. Yeah. Well. How can they be final thoughts if we're going to go over <laughs> other things? Yeah. No, we're going to go over the rules. 
okay. Well, final thoughts in terms of, well, well. Like the podiums um, and stuff like that. Like my crazy prediction. Yeah. Um, yeah, it will be interesting to see whether Ronner Folk can make some inroads on that gap to Ongaro. Uh, it is vital at this point. But there are some big names and big chasers behind him. Uh, and they'll all be, they've, they've all got their own aims. They're all looking to uh, get their own results from their own races. So it will be interesting. It will definitely be tight. I think this is going to be possibly the most unpredictable round in terms of that midfield scrap. I keep talking about it, but mm -hmm. there are so many names in there who could pull off a podium or at least rack up some very good points for the championship throughout the weekend. I have to agree there. I definitely think uh, there's many exciting races going in to this this weekend and then continuing into USA when it happens. So it's always good racing. Always good racing. Okay. Anything else you want to... You mentioned the rules earlier, Felix. So do you want yes. to touch on something that uh, caught your eye? No, I'll, I'll let Joseph take over and explain those. I haven't read them fully yet. But so, um, What's the big differences the in the rules, Joseph? Look I'm looking at them right now. Well, it's just trying to put into words how the penalties are applied and what sort of incidents result in penalties and what the penalties are. It's actually really hard to do. Even if you look at you know, full-scale racing that's been going on for years, like Formula One even this year has had some incidents which half of the people complain about that this was a terrible decision and half of the people think, yeah, this is justified. So when it comes down to racing, if you want to enforce some sort of rules and give out penalties... It's not really black and white. It's always sort of a gray area, and it's really hard to nail down rules that are sensible and because it's always a judgment call at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just sort of updating them and trying to have guidelines for the referee so that, so that the referee all, also can, can look at the incident, like what actually happened, mm -hmm. and then look at the rules and, oh, yeah, this is what we decided would happen if this occurs on the track. So it's, it's, it's just to make it easier for the referee to make the right call in, in the heat of the moment. Now, will and also the drivers, drivers will know that, okay, well, we have rules for this sort of incident. This is what happened, and yeah, I got a penalty. Well, we'll look at, I, I hate to go back to it, but the Euros did a really good job of refereeing this year, I believe. They kind of laid down the law early and then it led to really clean racing the whole event so yeah I, I i'm of the opinion that when a referee sees something that deserves a penalty then he should always give a penalty mm -hmm. and that's just i mean they can't see everything obviously but when they do they should give a penalty and they should make sure it's the right one and they should make sure that the driver then actually does the stop and go or drive through or whatever that's really important, I feel. Now, Mao will be refereeing on his own again? Yeah, Mao, Mao will be uh, there. and Yeah. Okay. I think his wife wife does normally help also. Okay. Watching the... If he's watching the... 
first few cars, she's watching the last cars. It's not an yeah. easy job, so and it's tiresome and it's a thankless job. But I think, like I said, if he's strict from the start, then he his job is easier. It's a hard job. Even at the, these 10 scale Euros we were at, basically the four-wheel drive, drive championship was decided partly due to the referee because Olovsky finished second in the, I think it was the second main, but he was given a 10-second penalty and Ronny Falk got second because of that. Then Ronny Falk and Kobevik tied on points and Ronny Falk won the Euros. So had... Orlovsky not got the penalty, who knows what would have happened. Maybe we would, we would have had a different champion. So that's the thing. Like What the referee does and when the referee gives penalties, it really can affect the outcome of the race. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's important and it's a really tough job. Okay. Um, that's why we are you know, amending rules and adding rules and thinking about these things so that we can get them as good as possible and and avoid any sort of problems in the future uh i have a question how will you will you start will you start the races exactly how you did in fairing is it possible at this track yeah we'll have the f1 style grid but we updated the formats a bit so in uh rcgp instead of flip inverting the complete grid whoever wins a qualifying race will start seven and then whoever finishes seven will start first so the first half of the grid, grid is inverted. And then whoever finishes 8th will start 8th. And then 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th. So they start where they finished. So we only invert the first half of the grid. And the, the reason for that is to keep, the, to keep similar pace drivers together. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, we hope that that will bring more exciting and uh, cleaner racing yes i get it okay felix anything to add to that or any questions for joseph before we no, no like... but uh, regarding penalties uh, the key to any penalties any penalty systems in any form of motorsport is consistency that's what it comes mm-hmm. down to so to have clear cut clearly worded easy to understand well just a reference to make you know, well-judged decisions. Obviously, that comes down to the referee at the time, but something to be able to refer to, something that's easy to understand, and then making the calls consistent. That's that's all you can ask for, really, and this is how you go about it. I agree. Joseph, be, before we sign off, I do want to touch on RC2. A little bit. Uh, Hampus is coming, correct? The young Swedish kid. Yeah. yeah. No Pele this 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 time. Leo's moved up to RC two. Who do you think will challenge Hampus in RC two? Uh, let's check. I think Hampus is the favorite to win the Euro Series, which is the two European rounds counted together. I think he'll win that because Leo and Pele uh, aren't racing. But as for his competition, I think Max Hesse from Germany, he's fast. Um, looking at the list here, Andrea Trevisan, 
from Italy with a Mugen. I know the name, so obviously he's featured somewhere. Mm-hmm. Quaglia as uh, well. Uh, Quaglia made the final in Fairing. This is his home track. Okay. Aaron Münster from Germany also. He does well. Patrick Alvinet from France. Yeah, I think there's some decent drivers here, so it should be an interesting race in RC2 also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Is I there... believe we have a driver from India coming. Yes, is Darmish so coming? That's a new, new country, Darmish. Uh, was coming, yes, but uh, he, his visa didn't go through. So Who's coming for it? That's the trouble when you're coming from countries where you need to get visas for RC yeah. races, you know? Yeah. can be tough. Well, who's coming instead of Darmish? Dar- uh, the other guy on the list here. Jathish or something? Nayar. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting because RC is really new in, uh, in India. I know you guys had some guys from Sri Lanka there. At the Manila race, um, so it's interesting to see RC's definitely growing, man, and that's a good thing to see as well. You know, definitely. In- yeah, there's actually many different countries even for this RC2 race. I mean, obviously, Italy, mm-hmm. France, Switzerland, Germany, these these countries, but we also have, you know, Scandinavia with Finland and Sweden. Then we have Estonia also, in India. Hey. Felix. Um, we have Luca Hornus, who oh, I mean, well, he's is living in Taiwan. Yes, German, but German. No, but living in Taiwan. Well, they live in Germany now. Yeah. So. Are they moved to Germany? I thought it was only for the summer. No, they've they're moved to Germany, so he'll be racing a lot more in German in Germany. Uh, but yeah, he's another one that's done two legs. He done Manila, and now he'll do Asti. And he's a young kid. He's awesome. Yeah. I like him. Felix, I have a question. Being as you're British, why don't you think uh, more British people have come on board and joined the RC2 class? Is it just... Uh, I can't answer that, really. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I really can't answer that. I I guess people have made their plans already Mm -hmm. at the start of the season. I know a few people who are like that and uh, seem to set out what they're going to do early on in the year plan mm-hmm. ahead uh, i think also we have a strong national scene yes, people exactly. have events they tend to like doing um so we, yeah i'm sure it'll come soon enough i think we need to take uh, rcgb to the uk joseph i think we need to do a round in the uk next year joseph. maybe one day maybe one day maybe all right well, we've been doing this for an hour. Uh, I want to let everybody know what time does coverage start? Coverage starts Saturday, right, Joseph? So it's six hours ahead of East Coast time. So that's it starts around 10-ish. Let me bring up my schedule. Well, it will be available on YouTube, the YouTube RCGP YouTube channel, as well as Facebook. Usually it goes live 10 minutes. I know most people will be asleep in America when it starts, but you can catch the replays. I know, like, I'll be up because I'm just insane like that watching, and I don't want to miss any of it because I think this racing is going to be the best we've seen so far, honestly. Just the way the track looks and 
the caliber of people that we have in the RCGP class, like you have the top guys, then you have the mid-pack, and then you have the bringing up the rear, sorry. I think we're going to have racing, just great racing in all, in all aspects. Any last words from you, Felix? You'll be at your national this weekend. Will you be tuning in as much as you can? Well, I'm, I'm reporting, so uh, I'll be keeping up during the day. I'll be doing uh, daily write-ups, summaries. Um, coverage starts later on this week with build-up and uh, Friday notes from practice. Yes. Also be a, a race preview on Thursday. That's what I, look, um, I look forward but, to reading them. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I think all the ingredients are there for, like I said, an unpredictable weekend. We'll have to see what we get, not only in terms of uh, results, but the, the kind of racing we see and whether there are any surprises up front. Not most definitely. I just can't wait. It's going to be awesome. It's it's you know, I'm anything to do with eight scale racing. I'm all about it. I enjoyed the Euros. Now it's time for, I enjoyed the Euro 10 scales, but now it's time to hear Nitro engines. So that's where I'm at. Felix, well, thank you for coming on, dude. I'll be looking forward to your uh, write-ups this weekend. If anybody has any questions, they can contact myself. They can contact Felix, I guess, or they can contact the RCGP page. Like I said, it's six hours ahead of East Coast time, so you can time whatever after that. But there will be replays. YouTube and Facebook, let's watch this. Let's make it go viral. Let's see. Let's help change RC for the better. That's what I think this is all about as well. Let's make RC, it's cool, but let's make it even cooler. I all right. That. All right, good buddy. Let me, uh, I don't know. We've lost Joseph, so he's probably, yeah. you know, his janky internet. He's, he's somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere is an understatement. He's always somewhere. All right, Felix. Well, thank you for your time, dude. And I'm, we'll be in contact this weekend. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Hey, Joseph, you're back. So give us your final thoughts before we sign off here. Final thoughts. I think that it's going to be some epic racing on this layout. Close racing. A number of cars going for the wins in all the qualifying races. I think that we are due some drama. We haven't really had some drama in the racing, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And yeah, let's hope uh, Matt and Nick and James and all those guys are on it and make some fun videos for us. Yes, because they, we, we, we never talk about them, but they definitely put in the work to bring this to us. And each round is getting better with what they're doing. They're obviously learning more and, and putting that in. And they, they do a great job, man. It's, it's a great job. So hats off to the Control and RC Racing TV crew because they're the ones that are doing all the legwork to bring this to us. Okay, well, I want to say thank you to the sponsors of the RCGP series before we sign off. HB Racing, Performer Racing, S-Works, JQ Racing, Savox Servos, Hot Race Tires, Reds Engines, Infinity, Mile Graphics, Extreme TV, Beach RC, and Calm Sports, Scuderia, Scampi, Rosso. Without these guys, there would be no series. So thank you for your support. And uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome, dude. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I can't wait to see more pics of when you finish putting up all the banners. And then uh, after this, we got to, got to look forward to USA. It's just going to be, woo. It's going to be awesome. All right, dude. Well, get some sleep. I know you got to get up and put up like a million banners tomorrow. And... Good luck this weekend to both of them.
Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.